Hi, I'm Ben Miller from University Relations here at the University of Wisconsin-Madison, and we're a proud sponsor of WIS Politics and WIS Business Podcasts. You're listening to WIS Business, the podcast, Wisconsin's business news source. Now, here's your host. Hi, everybody. This is Alex Smoke here for WIS Business, the podcast. Today, I'm joined by Greg Pfeiffer, founder and CEO of Shine Technologies. Greg, thank you so much for coming on the podcast today. Yeah, you bet, Alex. And thanks so much for uh, giving me this chance to talk to your audience. Of course. Well, readers of WIS Business will know a bit about Shine Technologies, most likely. But before we get into some of my more in-depth questions, why don't you just briefly do an overview on the company for those who may not have heard of you? Yeah, so Shine is a long-term technology company really focused on, um, frankly, commercializing nuclear fusion uh, over time, ultimately with the goal of producing clean energy that way. I think it not only gives us an option um, for carbon-free energy, uh, but I think it it provides the most scalable option as we look at the future of humanity long-term. High-tech societies will use fusion ultimately to produce energy, and we're we're sort of on the exciting uh, cusp of of changing from a chemically-fueled species to a nuclear-fueled species. So the promise of fusion goes well beyond decarbonization, uh, so that's really exciting. The difference, I guess, between us and most other fusion companies is that we have a, a very pragmatic approach to fusion. And while I say we're on the cusp of transitioning, I, I mean, in sort of the long, you know, most people think of it as long term. We've we've spent the last million years, though, producing most of our energy from chemicals. Uh, and we're, the, you know, believe the next million years will probably be fusion. So when I say on the cusp, you know, I'm talking about a decades-long transition uh, from from chemical to to fusion energy. So, what we've done is, um, you know, fusion's tremendously complex. Uh, there's a lot of uh, systems that need to be reduced to practice in an industrial way, uh, and it's going to take time to establish that technology and establish those supply chains. So, we've instead said, um, instead of focusing on sort of energy in versus energy out, which is what most fusion companies focus on. We've focused on dollars in versus dollars out, I guess. So Q economic, uh, if you want to call it that. Um, And so we've looked at uh, markets where we can use nuclear fusion reactions, but we know we can make money today and add value to the world today. Uh, And we believe that by doing this and subsequently accessing larger and larger markets as we bring the cost of fusion down, um, we'll get to low-cost fusion power through practice. So that kind of differentiates us in that we've always had this uh, focus on technologies that have a Q economic greater than one, uh, and, and you can add value to the world. And, and that will build a sustainable company that can actually last and grow and build the right skills to deliver fusion power over time. Absolutely. Well, that's a great overview and intro here, Greg. So Let's get into some of the latest news with Shine Technologies. Earlier this year, your business announced a $70 million fundraise. At the time, that was the largest investment deal of the year. That's now been surpassed by a a larger deal from VBA Software in Germantown, but still, of course, very substantial. I'd like you to talk about, you know, why decide to raise those funds now and and what are they going to be used for? Yeah, and it's a tough market too, frankly. It took us a long time to get it done. Uh, but those funds are really directed at getting our company to that profitability threshold. So I believe uh, very confidently that we will be the first nuclear fusion company uh, to reach profitability, and we expect to do that next year. Uh, and, and it's going to carry us um, 
the funding will carry us to profitability on the basis of sort of three of our business lines. So I, I didn't go into, you know, our, what our specific approach to the different phases are for fusion because of time, but uh, we've commercialized essentially three three manifestations of our fusion tech already. One is for uh, imaging. So we use fusion to produce neutrons to do imaging. Uh, we also use it to harden electronics against radiation. Uh, and then we finally use it uh, as a base of our process to produce nuclear medicine or medical isotopes. Uh, so with our those three business lines really coming online and scaling well, uh, we expect those to drive us to profitability next year, but we did need some additional capital to do it. Uh, and so why raise it now? Um, we had no choice. We had to raise it now. <laughs> uh, we needed the money, but it's, it was a terrible market to raise in. Um, but we got it done. So we're really focused on delivering sort of that commercial execution uh, through the end of next year. Excellent. Well, congrats on that success this year. And great to hear that you're approaching profitability so soon. That's that's really yeah. exciting since you know I've been following your business for a while here. And uh, great to hear about that uh, upcoming milestone as well as all yeah. you've accomplished already. Yeah, and it's 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 a big one for me psychologically because while while a lot of people like to brag about how much money they've raised, you know, for me that's just digging the deeper and deeper hole and we start we start digging out of that hole when we can give value back um both to investors and to the world. So it's a it's a big turning point for me as we start to be value creators instead of just value takers. Absolutely. So we've spoken before when I've been, written stories about Shine, about your this long-term plan, this development process, um, these different angles you're approaching the market with fusion technology. Can you talk a little more about the medical space that you just touched on? I think that's a really interesting one for people and one that folks may not um, have a great understanding of how it ties in with nuclear fusion, this technology uh, can you just talk about where Shine Technology is in in that specific aspect of uh, the business, the medical radioisotopes? Yeah, and if 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 people look at our website, you'll see that our first three phases are focused on yes, nuclear fusion, but but instead of taking advantage of the energy from fusion reactions, we're actually using this particle that comes out of the reaction called a neutron. Uh, and the neutron is where we're extracting the highest value per reaction. So a lot more value per reaction. The medical story, along with the imaging story, has this uh, fundamental theme that um, these, these industries have existed already, so they're not brand new, uh, but they've long been served by nuclear reactors. So reactors have been the source of neutrons. But in both the imaging and the medical business, the reactors are extremely old uh, and going away. Um, so we have this theme where our competition is going away. Um, it's also much more expensive. So our fusion-based process for both phase one and two is far cheaper uh, to build and to scale than nuclear reactors are. Uh, for, for our imaging business, you know, it might cost us $15 million to stand up an imaging center, for example. New reactors are a couple billion. Um, our isotopes business, and there's a behind me, a, the biggest medical isotope plant in the world, you know, that might end up costing about half a billion at the end of the day, uh, but it's going to produce 20 million doses of medicine per year. And an equivalent um, reactor based facility is probably going to end up at two and a half to three billion if someone were to build one. So wow. just tremendously cost effective, greener, um, better for the world. But 
what we're doing is we've come up with a better way to make neutrons fundamentally. Um, and in addition to that, we've developed a really strong capability around uh, radiochemical processing. So separating um, highly radioactive materials from one another so that we can get at the really valuable stuff. Uh, so in the medical story, we're taking the combination of those two things, our ability to produce neutrons, which can then produce isotopes for medicine, and then the ability to separate uh, those isotopes out so that we have them be medical grade um, to really high purity are things that we're just really good at. Uh, and as we think about the space, um, not only is the supply chain dying, but the demand is going through the roof. So we have some isotopes that are used for diagnosing disease. Um, th so think of these as weakly radioactive materials um, that you pair with a targeting drug, and then you inject the drug into the body. And the targeting drug takes the, the isotope to the, to, to the source of what you want to see. Uh, so if you want to see blood flow in the heart because you're looking for blockages in the arteries, uh, the targeting drug will take the isotope there. It will then emit um, gamma rays, which can be detected by a camera. And doctors can see what's going on inside of your heart without having to open you up. So um, that's actually about 60% of the demand for the diagnostic isotope molybdenum-99 in the U.S. Uh, and that's used about 40 million times a year around the world. Um, so with a dying supply chain, a new, better, more cost-effective process, we feel really good about where we're going with Molly. And then there's a really exciting new angle for cancer therapy. Uh, and uh, same, same idea, you've got these targeting molecules that target cancers, uh, and including metastatic cancers. So if cancers metastasize and move through the body, these new targeting molecules stick to even all the metastases uh, as you go through the body. When you pair that with a radioisotope that emits short-ranged radiation, in particular, um, the most exciting one today seems to be something called lutetium-177. Uh, that's a emits beta particles that travel less than a millimeter uh, in human tissue. Um, these drugs become essentially targeting compounds to drop smart bombs on cancer, right? Um, so the drug sticks to the tumor. Uh, the healthy cells adjacent to the tumor don't get damaged because the radiation travels such a short distance. Um, but you damage tumors throughout the whole body, uh, which actually is leading to amazing, amazing uh, therapeutic effect and even sometimes curative effect in some patients where previously they might be stage four and have no good treatment options. Um, our, our, big, our big value add to that whole process is that we can produce the lutetium-177 in a fully integrated supply chain. So the lutetium production process today looks like crap, the supply chain. We, we depend on a raw material sourced pretty much wholly in Russia. Um, we then depend on extremely ancient um, nuclear reactors, which need to produce the neutrons. Uh, and then we need uh, really advanced radiochemical processing. Most people are using really old school technology where we've got a much better process. So sh shifting to the shine value proposition, because of our capabilities in fusion and particle beams, we can actually produce enriched deuterium-176. We use a process called electromagnetic separation to do that. Um, we can then take that raw material, which we've produced, eliminating the need for Western medicine to depend on Russia, um, irradiate it with our neutrons in this facility behind me, and then uh, use our radiochemical processing, which is about 100 times more efficient than what we can tell the nearest competitor is. So um, we're just bringing new technology to a space that's long needed it, uh, and fusion is at the heart of it. So we're super excited to be curing cancer patients. We're obviously excited to continue to play a role in finding disease too. So uh, it's a good time at Shine.
Fantastic. Well, it's it's really great to hear about those those really interesting applications in the the near term and all you've you've told me about your your long term vision as well, Greg. It's always great to chat with you, and I uh, really appreciate you coming on the Wisp Business Podcast. Yeah, thanks again, Alex. Great to talk to you. You've been listening to Wisp Business, the podcast. Now, stay tuned for a word from our sponsor. Hi, I'm Ben Miller from University Relations here at the University of Wisconsin-Madison, and we're a proud sponsor of WIS Politics and WIS Business Podcast. Did you know that almost 80% of UW-Madison's in-state students return to live and work in Wisconsin in the years after graduation? And almost half of all UW-Madison alumni are current Wisconsin residents. That's just one way we're driving our economy forward. UW-Madison is working for Wisconsin.